What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast. You're listening to episode 113. As always, I'm Bill. I'm Shannon Sanding. I'm Adrian. <laughs> you said it's episode 113, and it reminded me of Eastside 13. Eastside Locos. And I, you know, I never saw Party that as much as Northside 16. So, who would win today, Eastside 13 or Northside 16? I don't even know if that's around anymore. Today, I saw it even spray painted the other day, but it could have been old. I don't know. Northside. You, you work at a prison. Day. You work at a prison. Is Eastside Thirteen shouted out from the from the bars, from the rafters, from the most from most, the unit, all, from the yard? First of all, most of <laughs> most of the motherfuckers locked up in my prison. Um, Amarillo ain't got shit on these motherfuckers. Okay, these dudes are from Houston, Dallas, Corpus, El Paso. They seen some much shit. much bigger cities with much. Higher crime rates, um, Amarillo ain't shit. So that no 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 that answers a question for me is uh, is Northside sixteen and Eastside thirteen? That's just an Amarillo thing. I mean that's just like a little bullshit. That's an adolescent gang. gang. It's a bullshit street gang. That's what that is. Like yeah. for real, for real. I always thought they they were trying to be a bullshit street gang, but those were real. Well, I'm big. sure they I'm sure they played gangs. It's just a really high well. school thing, to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're not like MS-13. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about the Aryan NBC Nation. star, you know, just shooting by right now, the more you know. You know, it's not like... You're learning. L.A. where street gangs are, you know, because well, there's certain street gangs in, in L.A. that are known nationwide. Hillside 13. That's, that's from uh, Training Day. <laughs> training Day, yeah. So, you know, th- there's gangs... Get your hand off the microphone. It, it you know, like up. Hazard, White Fence, like places like that. You know, well, hang on. There's a gang called White Fence. Yes. What is that? That's one of the oldest Hispanic street gangs in LA. White Fence. It's been around since like the 40s. Oh, so since I get like, it. So since, it's like an organized since, crime. It's like a mob. It's, no, it's it's been around since the <laughs> it's been around since the Pachuco days. Yeah, but it sounds like a mob. And when were and those? <laughs> they are like since the 40s. All right, they're like the workers. You know, have you ever heard the painting of the? Uh, yeah, I like how she was like since the forties. Like I know what Pachuco even means. Right. Yeah. Well, back okay. So back in the day, back in the forties. Yeah. Um, all these youths, youths, <laughs> youths, hoodlums, hoodlums. Okay, Hispanics, Hispanics, uh, African Americans. They used to wear zoot suits. Okay, I know what a zoot suit. Is. Okay, yeah. so you know what a zoot suit is, <laughs> yeah. right? So. Um, back in the 40s in LA, they had the Zoot Suit Riots. Riot! And it was basically these um, American servicemen that were in like the Navy and stuff like that. Um, basically, were fighting these Pachuco street gangs, and these Pachucos, they wore Zoot Suits. That's and th- and they called it the Zoot Suit Riots. So the Pachucos were like the oldest Hispanic or Mexican gangs back in the day. Yes. So like, uh, big, they li- they're like, like the big, mob, like Italian big, mob back of Big Hazard has been around since since that time. Um, That's a set as well. Yes, White Fence. Just watch American Me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> watch American. I mean, I've Me. seen that, but I I guess I didn't retain any of that. Um. I think that's interesting. I didn't, you know, like street. You you hear gangs and you think real gangs are going to be like the Sicilian mob and and it's things all. like that, um, or like the 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 mobs in Harlem, the black mob and things like that. But you when you think of street gangs, you think of just thugs, I guess, drug non organized. Yeah, crime. Not, yeah. And so exactly, what what makes something organized? Because a, a tiered system. 
I would think no, I wouldn't even think a tiered system because you would imagine any kind of street level gang is going to have even through just there's going to be some organization exactly. I would think it would be more a change of the definition of a word. I th- so they organized crime mob is the same as street level gang. Those are just two different interpretations of the exact same thing. If that I, makes sense, two different families, two different cultures, two different backgrounds. It does, but I think I think street gang. Uh, secludes itself to a specific neighborhood or town to where organized crime would be something that reaches outside of just one particular area. Like the, the mob has ties in New York, Chicago, Sicily, things like that. Um, you know, the, the, the cartel is everywhere, right? That's organized crime. Right. Right. But, but wouldn't you think different factions of different types of street gangs because what give me a street gang that you would equate a so street I, gang i would a say the, the, the bloods and crips are not organized crime they're right, but don't gang. they have different factions but they are multiple, everywhere. Yeah, exactly they're, they're everywhere they're, they're different everywhere cities. yes bloods, that's why i think it's more of just a change of like the different culture and it be, represents different things because different of the fact that the there you have so many members of the bloods and crips and so many sets that does make them an organized crime that's organization. true that's true yeah uh, um it's just a, it's just it's, what society and culture has determined to call these. But groups. that's what I'm saying. Because she just answered and cited on my side of saying you're organized crime because you're more than localized. Right, but you also were wrong in that I gave you tell me an example of a street gang, and then you're like, well, here's this example. No, yeah, of an you're organized right. Crime. You're right because uh, I didn't think about that. Because I'm telling you, it's just different. You okay, words well, society is used to describe them. Okay, well, take White Fence for example. That is a street gang. It is only in L.A. There's no okay. other white fence gang so it's localized. in the United States. But can you do... It's localized. Do they traffic drugs and traffic prostitutes and things I like mean, that? I, would make it organized, right? That's also another thing. But, is like if it but are, they, know, are they just the... Oh. I, I don't know if they go to that extent. The feet level. They've, they've been around since the early 1900s. James, while we argue, look up the definition of organized crime. Simultaneously, <laughs> look up the definition of street gang. Yeah, I agree. Cross-reference those and get back to us with a Venn diagram. Well, and, I and mean, a, I'll and just... And a PowerPoint, and we're not satisfied unless you have chiclets. <laughs> Organized I mean, crime. I mean, I can just tell y'all just from a prison perspective. I mean... You don't even got to Google that shit. <laughs> well, organized crime is a continuing criminal enterprise that rationally works to profit from illicit activities that are often in great public demand. You know what I would think the difference okay, so is? I would think the difference is a mission or a goal. An organized crime is going to have some kind of mission or goal, and a street gang no, is, it, is not going to have as no, much no, of no, an no, organized no. It goal. All, it all has to do with the leadership and the hierarchy. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, capo regime and things like that. Like, like take it again, like, Let's look at it from, for example, from a, from a prison's per, uh, perspective. You have um, prison gangs like Aryan Brotherhood of Texas, Mexican Mafia, Texas Syndicate. Those organizations, and they are organizations. They have a crime. they have an, a hierarchy. A they have system. They have generals, majors, uh, presidents, soldiers, assassins. At arms. Uh, sergeants, capos, you know, they, they have a hierarchy. But then you look at a gang like, say, the Tongos, who don't have a leadership, they don't follow any kind of policy, they don't have a blood-in, blood-out credo, um, or anything, or any rules that they have to follow. They're, they're, there's a higher membership in gangs like that. But in the prison system, we don't consider them, we don't even lock them up 24 hours a day because there is no leadership. 
Um, that makes sense. You know, gangs like Mexican Mafia, Aryan Brotherhood, they have a leadership. They have rules they have to follow. Those people are protected. Policy. Um, they have just as much power on the outside of prison as they do on the inside of prison. And that's why we keep them locked down 24 hours a day, seven days a week. What, what, not to kind of like, I mean, we, we really didn't set up a lot of topics. We're just kind of riffing tonight. So just to kind of keep it moving, but (laughs) not to change paths completely. You know, I want to know Adrian, you know, working the correctional facility for a long time and, and seeing that on the daily, what in, in, uh, I, I think everyone's want to know, you know, like in the Bill Clements units, what is the most, uh, what is the biggest gang set? Uh, without a doubt, it's the Texas Syndicate. They okay. have, uh, they've been around the longest. Uh, they have the higher membership. Um, they have ties to the cartels um, in Mexico. Um, without a doubt, they're probably, uh, I mean, the top three are going to be Aryan Brotherhood. Mexican Mafia, Texas Syndicate. Okay. I would say as far as numbers and membership um, and just power in a, in general is going to be Texas Syndicate. Just, again, because be, they've been around longer. They've been around since the late 70s. Um, and, again, they have those cartel um, ties. Um, so their their big money maker is, is human trafficking, drug trafficking, Things of that nature. Now, so human trafficking. When most of us hear that, it's in the in the guise of like prostitution and like, and then in the in the grand schemer things of thinking about like you know cinema and stuff. You think about like Taken and and all those those things. Is that the majority of human trafficking is for the sale of a pe- person's that, for sex? It's that plus just bringing immigrants into the United States illegally. That's another thing. That's that's another thing too. Is these guys will literally rent U-Haul trucks, take them down to a border town like Presidio or Laredo or Del Rio, and just load it up with immigrants and then bring them into the country illegally to smuggle drugs for for money to smuggle drugs and to do other things. So when you remember San Antonio, that's their big profit. San Antonio last summer there were like fifty three immigrants that were locked in a U-Haul that was found in a parking lot that were, I don't know, I think they were in there like a day or a day and a half. Bottle, bottle opener. Yeah, I couldn't hear what Adrian was asking <laughs> for. Say it in the microphone. Um, yeah, <laughs> probably would have worked better. Um, my thing too, like, you know, I, I remember uh, reading something a long time ago with uh, – they were, they, were, they were like crammed, packed, like shoulder to shoulder, almost like suffocating – tightness quarters in a u-haul and like half of them had like their stomach sewed up where like there was drugs hidden inside their cavity wall where it's not touching their organs but it's in like that space you know they've had it up their anus kind of like lucy <laughs> yeah like that movie lucy anus. dude like yeah like and that that's human trafficking they, they do that shit they they get like the poor poorest of the poor and kidnap them and do whatever they can to make them think that they're getting a good deal out of it, or they just straight up snatch them off the street and then put their drugs in them and hop them across the border because it's easier to get a human being across the border than it is a bag of white powder. Well, and then you yeah. see, like every once in a while, there will be oh, the you know a huge bust of fentanyl, and it was 
two million dollars worth of fentanyl and you're like that shit has to come across 60 different times a day every single day 365 days oh, a year if not across, more it like it's ridiculous here. oh yeah i mean we were a huge hub for the sex traffic they, they come up from trade. the south and then they hit i-40 and then they, then they go west and east and that's you know how, how many tunnel systems there are that are just undiscovered down there do you how think they, how, do you think they go far underneath the u.s and all that too no I bet. So. I can't imagine them going more than. I can't imagine them going more than. Some are so elaborate that they could. I bet, go I bet they're in Texas interior. and New Mexico for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. definitely. California, Arizona. I guarantee you they're. All that's the what, I'm All that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I can't imagine it going further than 150 miles. I can't imagine them not accidentally running into something how, that doesn't get discovered 150 miles well, in. And not even that, because like, well, and you got to think too, like. Gas lines, cable lines, exactly. internet lines well, are all buried. If that's fucked up, they're going to find somebody. Going to find think it. About, be something. Think about how Pablo Escobar was bringing cocaine into the, into the U.S. They were bringing it in by planes. They were literally flying it from Colombia to Miami, and then Miami to everywhere else. It was going from Miami to New York to Chicago to Detroit to L.A. You know, all these big cities to Houston. You know, uh, during the the crack pa- uh, pandemic, um, it was go- Pablo Escobar was literally they the, the the Medellin cartel was so large that they were literally just flying this shit in like it was nothing. You ever see a time lapse video of like one of our ports and all of the traffic that goes in just through a single port just on the ocean? And you take into account airports, driving, rail. It is ridiculous the amount of just general traffic that mm. comes in. So, yeah, it's everywhere. It's got to be everywhere all the time. That's insane. It's, and it just gets used it's, it's, it's not just drugs. I mean, it's not Frank, just people. Frank it's Lucas, weapons. It's everything. Frank Lucas was bringing this shit in all the way from Vietnam. And there's a documentary you could watch of, like, when 2001 and all that was going down that Al-Qaeda was using it to, like, they took, they took things that Pablo Escobar... And cartels and things have done to smuggle drugs into the country. They use those things to smuggle weapons from the U.S. to fund Iraq. Like they, they use those tactics and the things that they did to get things into the country. They use the same things to get them out of the country because it works so well. It's and so here fucking, we are, it's fucking so twenty fucking years later. Crazy. Everything and it's so easy. It just seems really, really easy. You know, kind of staying on this thing, switching up a little bit. Has anybody ever accessed or knows about like that, like the term? The dark web—that is a thing. Do you? What do you know about that? Do you have you heard of that? Right. Yes. So, like, do you know that's like an actual thing? Like, there's a part of the internet you can access to where, it, like, there's a way you can't even get it get to the dark web from like Chrome, Firefox, or anything no, no. Like you have that. to have separate browsers that that access a different a, a different internet, and it uses different. It's not using the same IP address. It's it's an internet, but it's not the well, same. You wouldn't internet. use your own IP address, right? So, like, but you can use it, and that's how, like, you know, child pornography, uh, drug distribution, uh, weapons, all those things. I mean, are, anything anything that you want to is on there. But, yeah, it's not – you don't have an but IP what, address. But what is it? You know, like, that's – what I, all everything that I just said, that is my understanding of the dark web. The, okay, so is the there best way – Is there anything in detail? The best way to put it is it, it used to have a browser that was called this. It was called the Silk Road. And that's all it is, is it is just a hub for the ability to find anything that you want that is not tracked through conventional methods. That so is that a was different, like an it's a app different you internet. downloaded. It's a different internet. No, it's not an app. It's a it's a program. Well, yeah, it's a, a, so- but a software. It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's, but it's a, it's a, it's a web-based 
the internet. They basically I mean, internet. unlocked everything. Could you you could use that to go to like Facebook and Google? Well, I don't want you to think. Well, yeah, technically, but it's not. Nobody it's not would the use same. it for that. Yeah, yeah, it's not the same. And it's, I don't know. It's it's how it's crazy to me that it's 2023 and things like that, drug trafficking, human trafficking, the ability to move things, are able to. Damn. Well, that's gonna be loud. well. Okay. <laughs> Some, somebody is going to be a 911 call in a minute if you heard that drive by yeah. very, very fast. Right down Bell Street. Um, Decapitation. Does that happen a lot? Oh, yeah. I, 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 that's isn't it 34th? Is it 34th that was the bad racing back in the day? No, 45th. 45th? Yeah, 45th. Okay. Okay. Well, they they, they speed up and down Bell, Bell all the time. 45th and Bell, like from 2 a.m. to Sauncey is a straight shot. It's pretty flat. It doesn't have a lot of ups and downs. And it does have a only, light now. And there's only one light. It used to not. Yeah. Now there's two lights, technically. And I and I 27 by Wonderland is bad for yeah. racing, too. And I this one's bad it. because from 45th all the way side. to Hillside, there's no light. Yep. And then the loop in general. But then, like, people back in the day, nobody used to do it because they thought DPS would be, always be on it, but they're really not. No. We don't have enough. Yeah. Well, we talked about the dark web. We talked about that. Uh, James, give us a topic to riff about. Well, you know, we are, we have an approach. We've surpassed our three-year anniversary on this podcast. We started in late April of 2020, and we're still churning them out. Not as regularly as we should, or we can, but. Or would like to. But we're here. And yeah, I figure we could just, you know, kind of celebrate that a little bit and reflect back on what all we've done in the past three years. I remember our first photo. Yeah, yeah, we did. We we, in front of that, but it was over there. Well, and I mean, like the dynamic of this podcast, I mean, every now and then we we have Aaron on here, but I mean, uh, we've added Adrian to the podcast. That's been a huge change. Mm -hmm. And like, this is like, I, I think of when you think of BCLRT, it's the four people in this room right now, like not to dismiss Aaron and, and like, he's always welcome on this, but uh, he just kind of, you know, wasn't able to make it all the time. And uh, Adrian filled that gap and it's been great. And I know there's been episodes where uh, it's just been James and Scott a lot. And then me and Scott and me and James, I think James and Adrian have done Adrian it. Adrian and I, yeah. So it's just it's it's cool that the, the we the, get the, around the dynamic of this. We do this get around. Podcast That's Tupac would say. I think I think it I think it makes a good dynamic. I really do. I like it. I'm glad that we're still doing it after three years. Same. I I don't think you know. I God God knows. I don't know who listens to this. And if you do, I, I appreciate it. I hope we're you're finding some kind of entertaining value for us. It's more of a. It's a, it's a hobby to just get away from reality and 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 but still get to enjoy time with friends and and just kind of bullshit about life because life is hard. The world is a terrible place, and we're force fed bullshit every day. And it's nice to just kind of be able to get away from all that. Yeah, we it, appreciate you sitting there and and eating our bullshit that we feed mm-hmm, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks. This, thank this, you, India. <laughs> this is our release, so it's always a good time when we get behind the mic. And um, if you if you're listening, if you are listening and you heard that joke and you've heard us talk about India before uh, the when the podcast first started, we had like 20 or 30 episodes out and we decided to like pull the analytics off of iTunes, Spotify and see what our demographic we were reaching. And it was like mainly there was like a little blip in Texas. And then all of a sudden there was like this red heat map (laughs) in India like they. It had a very large, like I think, over like four thousand or some shit. 
people yeah, in I mean, India get this podcast. The cool I don't thing know is how that happens. It gets played all over the world. You know, not hits, regularly. It, but I'm sure it hits it algorithms at some point. I'm sure yeah. somebody like somebody is like in a different country trying to learn different things about America, and they like trying to listen to those podcasts. And for some reason, this one pops up. Well, and I think that I know that this is why we we have a lot of downloads in Russia. It's because we have bomb in our name. And so that uh, has to be something if they're looking up America and yeah. bomb and America exciting and things we like had that. Quite, <laughs> America quite a few very listens, nice. <laughs> quite a few listens from uh, the Russian Federation. So that has to be. <clears> yeah. Right. Yeah. They're just sitting in their foxholes. I just killed five children <laughs> in elementary school in Ukraine. I will listen to Bomb City Locker Room Talk <laughs> Podcast now. <laughs> Let's go watch The Running of the Jew. Borat, <laughs> <laughs> Borat. Oh he was from Kazakhstan, God. wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Kazakhstan. That's, that's one of the stands. Sasha Baron Cohen, right? God, that yeah. was a great movie. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. It, for its time, like it, what was crazy about that movie is we knew what it was. It was this fucking comedian making this movie to fuck with people. But people saw. Not only did he fuck with people, but people saw that movie thinking it was a real documentary. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. A lot I of mean, gullible people. The second. No, one, I don't think it's gullible people. Uh, he was that heavy, good. A heavy he, portion of he, viewers were gullible. And the, and oh, viewers, what's, yes. What's, I thought you meant the people like who were in what, it. What's crazy to me is like. The, f- the first one was so successful that there shouldn't have been a reason why nobody would have recognized this motherfucker in the again, second one. Again, ever again. But the second one. And I still like, haven't seen the second one. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's fucking either. amazing. I think. Should I watch is it? Is it better than the first? I don't think it's better than the first, but it's 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 up there. It's is, fucking great. You need the, to watch the second one. Is the second one where they Matter got fact, Rudy Giuliani? Matter of fact, let's watch it right now. Put that shit on. Yes. That's where they got Rudy Giuliani like undoing his pants or something. Something like, you yeah, know, really was, fuck. I mean, that dude was fucking trash. It was, it, was, it, was, it was controversial. The reason why I haven't watched it yet, I don't know what it is. Like, like he almost I've, he almost fucked Rudy Giuliani. As, in, as I've at got, the end. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> as I've gotten older, like, and I... You know, you can ask James. I was a prankster. I love like things like jackass and fucking with people. We used to do it on Friday nights. We'd go cruise the boulevard and fuck around with homeless people and prostitutes, and I'm probably going to hell someday. But as I've gotten older, that was a lot. Um, <laughs> I, I, fi- I find it hard to watch cringy shit, like things that make me go hot, like uncomfortable scenarios. Do y'all have that ever? Oh, yeah. It's called regret. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dear God, the amount of times I see something and I'm like, shit, this is... I'm paying for this with my own children, I'm sure, eventually. But yeah, no, it's bad. It's bad. Do you know what that's I mean? Why, that's like, why I don't, get on, I don't get on the cringe when people are like, oh, look at this, it's real cringy. Like, if it's legitimately cringy, I can't, no, I can't I watch it. I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, because I'm like, no, that, but I, I, used, I know what that comes but as, from. But as a 15-year-old kid, I'm here surfing Rotten.com. Oh, <laughs> Remember yeah. Rotten? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Shitting in bags. That, that to me, porches. felt like the dark web. No, oh, it was. It was, definitely. We ha- we had a friend that would always view that site, and I'd be like, "Dude, what are you doing, man? I don't want to see someone get hit by the, a train." The, the closest thing to that that I think cool. is worse is uh, I love Reddit. Like I use Reddit to follow like like uh, like things that I'm into. Like I follow a lot of video game companies on Reddit. I follow Blink One Eighty Two on Reddit. A lot of sports teams. Um, but Reddit has a lot of weird shit on it, and all you have to do is find a sub community for pretty much anything that's out there. And there's one that's called uh, uh, I Bleach. 
and um, my friend at work showed it to I me. Want, I don't know if I want to know this. And, and it, it's bad. It's I mean, like think of things like Blue Waffle, Two Girls, One God. Cup, multiplied times a billion. That's what eye bleach is. And he watched it. He'll just look at that and be like, "Hey, bro, look at this. It's out of eye bleach." And I'm like, "Fuck, I don't want to see that." No, I, dude. no offense to your bro if and he it, watches, if he or listens to this podcast, but that is some weird shit well, to, and wa- that, to that, just sit. And, and take in that type That's of what content. I'm and and yeah. think about That's this. Strange. Not, not good for this. the psyche. Think about this. We're, that, look what our career already is. Yeah. We're, we're fucking first responders, and you're, you're like using your time down to look at that? Yeah. What the fuck? It is, it is difficult to, to think that that's how people – that's how we regulate through the goddamn day, though. I mean, shit. That's people, what I'm saying. People with their fucking reels as they just sit there and scroll through every goddamn reel as they're as they're Hell trying yeah. to regulate through their day is fucking strange. I think that's what <laughs> Adrian's doing right now. <laughs> She's over there surfing the web, going through <laughs> yeah. reels, watching how salmon's getting baked in the air fryer and shit. I just, you know, like chicken. To, 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 <laughs> chicken. to try to bring her back around. Uh, three years Reach of doing around. this. Three years of doing this. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, what you what know, are some moments that stood out to you? This is my favorite one. I'm going to say it right now. This was, I think, our first year. It was. This is our first year. It was a Christmas episode. And Joseph and I got into this conversation about Sony oh. and releasing. <laughs> yeah, we're about online. to throw hands. And Joseph and I were at a level, I guess, that made James and everyone really uncomfortable thinking that we were about to fight. And Joseph and I were just, I mean, we were hella passionate and, and we yeah. were getting after it. But we we never once for a second were like, like well, it was James, all you for content. James shut. But Adrian and I were looking at each other, and we we felt it as well. So James, I'm not the only one. Did you ever post that? Yeah. But no, you you cut, he, that, you cut that shit. You I cut where you we cut were it getting and, at and, it. And no, it I like, did cut it. I left most you, of it. You, no, you, fuck you. You left most of it. You bastard. Because you were like you. You even threw your headphones. You were like, fuck. I don't want to listen to this. shit. And we both were like, what's going on? My thing was, it was like, it was like, you know, you listen to what's a good like convert like political podcast I show. Don't know. There's not uh, one that, Wolf that Blitzer like, Report or something like that. Like it was getting these Rush Limbaugh. Listen, don't know any of those. Dudes. But I'm just saying, like, it was something Who wants like to listen that. to that shit. It's going back and forth. It was a yeah, good argument yeah, yeah. of two different opinions, and we were having it. And I, well, I it think was good, but it, it just got over the top. I and for I, a little while. I, it probably did. it probably did. We were. I think <laughs> we did go over the top, but the to, to shut it down, kind of, you know, it sucked. I, but yeah, that was a good moment. Um, the thing that I hate that James did, uh, he deleted like half of our podcast that we did. No, Nobody knows that no. at that point with that it was, one, it was higher. No, no, no. But was... like you, you took a lot of them off of Spotify, didn't you? But yeah, then you've, I mean, re- you've re-released just, a few. Yeah. They, I, I mean, after a while, they, I feel like they have a shelf life and people aren't going to want to go back and listen to one fucking three years ago. You, did you ever delete? But I still have them. So what I was going to say was one thing that stood out to me that I, I okay, hang on. I'll save that. I think that could be another topic. But so my favorite moment, probably my favorite episode. I loved doing the '80s, the themed episodes. Mm-hmm. We we started that very young, like in our first like ten episodes. Like episodes five through eight were a theme. There was an '80s episode we did. We did favorite movies. We did favorite like we did '90s. We did '90s. We did best sports teams of all times. Those. Those and then bu- we realized we didn't have a lot of good ideas for this. <laughs> and then we just started okay. bullshitting and started. And I think that's when all like the, the, the pop culture and what was going on in the world stood yeah. out. Uh, a lot of COVID episodes. Yeah, that, that's my. So like, like I think that's what we do. Let's talk about our favorite moments. Okay. James and Adrian have to give theirs, and then we'll just we'll talk about things that we 
maybe didn't like or things that we miss things we miss that about the podcast that we still because there are things that like there me and jared had a completely our own show we did we did one episode one episode (laughs) (laughs) we had our own show that was going to be its own spinoff thing and then uh james used to interview people uh for sports related stuff that was really cool that doesn't happen we used to bring guests back for private shows yeah 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 so so adrian what's your favorite moment of the podcast in the last three years why did we do this for three and not five (laughs) (laughs) fucking james (laughs) it's a milestone we have to celebrate it gotta talk about a little bit yeah what's your favorite favorite moment god damn or favorite thing we've talked podcast maybe a favorite podcast favorite moment i let her think come on I've always I've always said that my favorite episode was the one with Jared's dad. That was always I hate that I missed that. Um, it was a great episode, and I yeah. and I wish I would have been here for it too because I wasn't there for it. I wasn't present for it, but I did listen to it, and I think that was probably the best podcast that we've done. Mm-hmm. And we released re released that one recently in the you past couple months. Either? No, no, just, I wasn't just on that James one. and I and him. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. That was a good one. That dude's interesting. Is that still? Did you leave that one up? Yeah, I, I re-released it not too long ago. Okay, that that's that. If you haven't listened to that, uh, what episode did you really release it as? It was in the hundreds, wasn't it? Yeah, it was recent. You can you can go back and find it. It's still there. What's his name? Steve Scott. Steve Scott. If you go back, um, Jared, what's a little bit of history for the listeners about your dad? What's why should they listen to that episode? So he was born in '61, and anyone that knows, if you were born in '61, that would make you 62 this year. Uh, <laughs> thanks for math i guess right. um, yeah that's why you should no listen to it. no he was a he was a, he was a cop in the 80s in amarillo on the boulevard uh and so the johnny frank garrett um murder uh you know he he didn't necessarily work it as like a detective in anything he was you know he was a beat cop at the time so he has some interesting stories uh about you know amarillo in the 80s that's relevant to people uh, especially if you grew up during that time yeah like he uh, got stabbed with the crystal pistol didn't he? yeah he was you know, <laughs> he got stabbed with an ice pick at the crystal pistol uh a lot of good stories from that and then he he went on uh to desert storm where he um he was blown up uh his tank was blown up uh he's got a crazy story about that i don't know if he went into the detail of him Essentially going AWOL from the hospital and then trekking through the desert. Yeah, he, he kind of touched on it a little bit, <laughs> yeah. but we definitely need to have him back on. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. He's, he's a great. great, great man. Great man. And then the opposite of that, we never had on my dad, but we still should at some point. But he's way... Well, I, we've He's tried. just as interesting, just on he's a completely been, different he's side been of the here spectrum. He's I been here. We we've oh, had him yeah. behind the mic a few times, yeah. and he has told some stories, but we never like... Yeah, we didn't did, we, we talk... We, put it together. We, we talked about the... Um, Dragon Polk. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> some bar that's over out by my yeah, house. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, yeah. On the boulevard. Yeah, and, that's uh, probably a deleted episode, though. But yeah, <laughs> no, the, your dad. That because we were I, making because we were making fun of him because he kept using the world the word Oriental. <laughs> 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 I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, um, yeah, I do remember that. Uh, but you, you, if you're listening, you should totally listen to that podcast with Jared's dad. That I remember listening to that. I wasn't on it. I wasn't a part of it. But listening to it, it was like the closest thing to um, professional work that this podcast has ever done. Like it felt, it felt like a really good podcast to listen to. So it was interesting. It was entertaining. James, three years. What's been your favorite moment? Man, there's been so many. But yeah, every time we have a guest over that is a fan or has listened in the past, 
and they are excited to come. Like we've had a few of my close friends come and we've had the rocket brews guys come, which they're going to come again eventually when they get some time. I can't wait till they come. I love having other perspectives other than our own since we, we do this so frequently, but yeah, having, having our friends, our guests over, it's always a good time. And we've had, um, the two daughters of the detective, one of the first detectives here in Amarillo. Um, we've had my buddy who's a sheriff. We've had my cousin. He's jumped in a few. We've had our friend, Chris, like just bringing in people to experience this and be a part of it. I've always enjoyed. Yeah. I, I wish that I still had that woman's contact information. I may have to hit up my old high school teacher to get that back. Uh, that did the, they, they're, uh, for those that didn't hear it, there was an episode we did with uh, two sisters that were, I guess, like not like mediums, but what did they do? They were just paranormal investigators, basically. Yeah, yeah. but one, yeah, one, they, one, they were deep one into the paranormal. One, one was a sensitive. She was, yeah, she wasn't a medium, but she was a sensitive. And, yeah, and then they also, their dad was uh, part of the investigation of Johnny Frank Garrett. Right. I would love to have them back on to just just focus on the paranormal shit. Right. Like, I, tell I me wish, some stories of what you've investigated. I want to do more paranormal stuff. <laughs> no shit. I I think I think this. We still every single summer, every single time we talk about paranormal, we talk about going somewhere yeah to record i still want to do a, a, li- a live episode from Hodgetown during a sod poodles game every email i've sent and phone call i've made has never been returned <laughs> we'll keep trying no, okay, okay, i'll keep here's trying the, here's clearly the thing, what i'm doing is working. here's the thing though what's to stop us from going out in the grass part free do you want to know what's stopping us we haven't done it. <laughs> exactly. Nothing is stopping no, us. Let's, let's well, get a little GoPro. Couldn't we take all the equipment out getting, there? Yes. Here's the deal. Yes, we definitely Getting could. the equipment through the, the security and, and getting that all approved would be the biggest obstacle. No, it wouldn't. You just have to yeah. have a backpack that is clear. And Bring a generator. <laughs> I mean, that thing, that thing runs on batteries, does it not? Like, <laughs> we only need one microphone that does we it just run hand on to each other. Okay, or here's the deal. Or we can just record ourselves on a phone. We used to we used to run this this um, recorder off of power, you know, that was plugged in from power source. But now I've started using the battery th- idea because it's easier for us to actually take it places and be portable. So, so you, in theory, we could do this podcast from Hodgetown without using their electricity. Right. Yes. And right now we're doing our podcast without any electricity other than the battery power. That's cool. So. I did not know that. I thought that thing yeah. was plugged in the entire time. You know, I am the producer, okay? <laughs> so, producer slash seducer. I used yeah. to have a shirt that oh, said I, that. I, love I, the, I want to find it for you. I love the yes. production side of this. That's what I love. I've always loved editing and being a part of all that stuff. Yeah. I'm not. I'm a novice. I will you know, say. I'm not an expert by any means, I but will, I love doing it. I will say, me and Jared, we get in a car and we drive over here, and Adrian, and we drive over here uh, every week or bi-weekly or bi-monthly, and we come and we we record. But, man, you do a lot of the legwork. After this is over, you edit it. We mark times when we say things that we probably shouldn't or things that may overly offend people. And you you do a good job of editing this podcast, and well, I appreciate thank you, brother. Your I appreciate and, that. And to give I, an example, I love doing it. Yeah, and to give an example of that, we may be right now twenty minutes into the podcast, and James has had to stop and re-record and cut things at, at least, least three twice. times. Is it three times? Three because, times. Because yeah, Adrian Adrian made a comment that did not need to be included at all. Uh, and then I think Joseph and I, we usually say... Uh, we usually do. We are off color at times during the Most podcast. The and if you hear that, you can imagine what gets cut and the... Yeah, if you're... if you're, if you're, if you, I'm sure there's things that I've said that have been like, God damn, I hate that fucking guy. Yeah, seriously. 
Um, we try to from time to time, just kind of go over the edge to make sure and piss you off. My my thing is, I look at this podcast from a perspective, and I, I I've always felt this way. We all we all have positions in our jobs that we don't want to interfere. We don't want our our thoughts to be a reflection of anything we do. We do talk about our jobs from time to time, but at the same time, I've thought about this podcast the way Matt and Trey Parker do their show, or Matt Stone and Trey Parker do their show. Uh, nobody's off limits. Yeah, no. no, nobody's off limits. Uh, we're going to talk about everybody. Yeah, because yeah. that's that's how everybody on this podcast usually feels. We're we're not biased. We're not. Uh, we 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 hate everybody equally. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I want to so get truth get back to is the interviews. I feel like if you just do a little bit of work, sometimes you can get interviews that you normally wouldn't think that you could get if you just if you're persistent. Like the interview I got with Billy Sims. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. He he had a, a long career in the NFL. I just reached out on Instagram to his barbecue company and I kept asking and I got a hold of one of the general managers of the store and he stayed in contact with me and we set that up. It just took, you know, some time, it took some effort, but eventually I was able to break through and get that interview. And, and, and that's one of the ones I'm really proud of. Cause you, you've interviewed tons of like ex and famous football players. You didn't, you interviewed a active NFL field goal kicker kicker. Yeah. Well, uh, what's his Austin name? Austin Seibert. Yeah. And he, pl- he played for OU. I Baltimore just reached Ravens, right? And I reached out to him through through um, Facebook because he was he was selling some of his memorabilia in this OU um, memorabilia page. And I reached out to him and he responded. And he was like, yeah, I'll, I'd be happy to do it sometime. And nice guy. You know, he gave me about 20 or 30 minutes of his time and it went smooth. I and, mean, you just have to really be persistent. And you've interviewed Ziggy. Yeah, which is you know Ziggy's a friend of ours. We we know him personally, but the the fact that he you know he's still an NFL player was an NFL player. He was active and yeah, at the time he wasn't active. He he was he was an active player on on, on, on one of the rosters. He was yeah. with Washington at the time, I believe. Right? So Washington or um, Miami, and and he I think it was when he went to Miami. I think it was like his first like like right. He had just got to Miami. It was off season and. You know, that's an NFL player. It doesn't matter that we know the guy and we went to high school with him or not. He took time out of his day to talk to James for about an hour. I reached out to Julian Reese as well. You know, he he's a prominent figure in our community here in Amarillo. He, you know, was a quarterback for the Dusters. He played in college. He played against Tony Romo, so he had stories about that. I mean, it just comes down to how persistent are you and how committed are you to try to – engage and interact with these people and you just can't give up you just got to keep trying yeah i agree uh, that's a good that's a good metaphor for life um yeah if we, if we can pull if we can pull some more interviews <laughs> the last couple of minutes and not just been so beautiful not just sports i mean anything yeah, political I, interviews i've always had tried this. with um yeah yeah we had one an and individual. i'll be honest with you i i went back and forth we, on, we had on that, that woman set up but we had to move it and then she couldn't do it so yeah, I, and a friend of mine helped set that up. Yeah, yeah, so, I appreciate him too. I, the I've, amount of work I've that pushed, he put out for that was great. I've pushed to James that I've I've always had this idea that I would like to incorporate this as um, something that I an idea that I'd like to incorporate as like a side part of this podcast. I've always just wanted to just take random people and interview them and yeah. talk about talk to them. I've got I've got tons of people. I've got I've got a boss of mine who's semi retired that has been in EMS for over 35 years in Amarillo. And I'm sure he's got tons of tor- stories to tell on that side. And then not only that, he saw active duty in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just to talk to him. Yeah. I mean, he's gotta be, be some kind of fucked up then. 
Oh, hot uh, damn. Oh, he's <laughs> great. He's great. 35 yeah. years at EMS, then he was in Vietnam. Hashtag Tony Hopkins. That I, I, when I was training people, I, I, always, go I, home. I always used to tell people, I said, the first things ambulances ever had on them were oxygen and Tony Hopkins. Like oh, he, nice. he's just that kind of legendary that type sounds, of That sounds, that like just has a sound though. And, and his, if you talk to Tony, he's great. He lives like down the street. We should, we got to get that guy. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm. I've always loved field journalism and this yeah. is, this is like captivated all of my interest that I've always had in that. So, uh, so I one of it. these Sundays for an afternoon game, let's go to the game or an evening game and let's, let's go to the Sod Puddles game. We, okay. So all we need to do is pack that in microphones. Yes. Mm-hmm. And microphones and we can have on bag. our person. I'm sure there microphones we can put in our person and that thing will fit in cargo pants. I bet you've got laid. Since Wouldn't get through the metal pants. detector, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But let's, let's try to pull more people into interview, whoever they may be. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If we I, sit Adrian, on the damn, if we I, sit on the damn grass, we can interview everyone around us. Hey, come sit down with us while I we do this podcast. Fucking to you, Adrian has somebody that she knows out at the prison that's been there for over thirty or forty fucking years that has some stories to oh, fucking yeah, tell. Definitely. But we couldn't record from the I, prison, right? No, <laughs> dude. I bet. Can we? Could you get us? An could you get us an interview with an inmate? Yes. Is that possible? You yes. could? I'd have to go through Huntsville. That's fine. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but okay. What does that mean? What do you have to do? Um, you have to get like special media correspondence privileges. We can't bring them here, obviously, but we could right. go there. Oh, no shit? Oh, yeah. yeah, we could go there. <laughs> why not? We would have to have They go to the hospital all the we fucking would, time for would, fucking bullshit, so why not? We, we are not a hospital. We would have to have credentials, though. Like, we would have to have like We would have to be like an journalist, LLC? That's like journalist. Journalist. Why not? Why, why wouldn't a podcast be able to do that, though? We would have to have special journalist IDs and things like that. Could oh, we, we can get that. Could we have? Could my my we mom's can. a notary? You got to be a, you gotta be a certified like director, certified producer. We'll just certified. start oh, our own LLC and just do it. You should have heard what Joseph <laughs> I mean, yeah, said that, earlier. That, that made you certified. You're bona fide. Bona fide. Let's take this to the next <laughs> level. Goddamn paraphernalia. Because <laughs> I mean, the people go media go on prisons all the time and do documentaries and interviews and things like that. I mean, we're not Katie Kirk. They have credentials. You know, we're not Werner Horzog, you know. Why not? Why why can't we be, though? What's stopping us? Credentials. Uh, Credentials. (laughs) I think he went to Brown. Everybody has a fucking idea at some point. Yeah. That is true. You've been identified. I was part of the Ghostbusters fan club as a kid. I mean, a lot of people that do field journalism nowadays, they get their start on YouTube and they interview people like Andrew Callahan well, for like that, Channel 5 News. That, and it's all just funny shit. Have y'all seen that little girl that, it, like, right now is the draft is going on? She's like, I don't know, she started this when she was like eight and she's probably like 14 now. She goes to every NFL draft and interviews players that are just drafted and she posts them on her YouTube channel. Yeah, it's that's brilliant. Insane. And no one's going to turn down an interview from a kid. Y'all no. know it's crazy? This is going to shock you. I had no clue that the draft was happening until it showed up on my Twitter feed. It's not surprising. <laughs> I'm kind of proud of you from the fact I've always like I'm I'm such an NFL fan. Like this was the first year that I didn't actually sit down and watch the draft, but I watched I followed live of who my team was drafting. But I always fall back to that Bill Bird joke. He's like, "That's what you get for watching the fucking draft." He's like, "Watch it the next. Look at it the next day, you yeah, asshole." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. that's. But I've always been that person. Like, I've always watched. Well, everyone wants to watch the first round at least. I mean, that's the no, most captivating round. So not everyone. That's what I'm saying. Like, not many people, James, watch the draft. Especially you know if you're why? a big college football fan, you want to know where your guys are going to go. Yeah, if you're yeah. a big Dungeons and Dragons fan, you pay attention to World of Warcraft. <laughs> no. Yes, <laughs> actually, those people hate each other. Yeah, so do college football fans. 
And NFL fans. And NFL fans. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> it's all who your factions are. If you're a fucking paladin, you know, like, it works. Yep. Yep. It's, 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 it's cool. It's cool coming together and celebrating a tenureship of doing this together. To move on to celebrate another tenureship that has been reignited and reformed together. Um, I don't know who is a fan of them. I'm I'm like a mega fan. Um, they're they're my favorite. I've band. always been a fan. They're my favorite band of all time. Um, you may not like them. You may not. But they performed at Coachella the last couple of weeks, which I don't give a shit about. It's a music fest that I guess has turned over time to like techno button pushing music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for for college kids that want to pop pills is always what I thought Coachella mm-hmm. was. Like rich that's white a, kids. That's that, every music festival. Yeah, I've never. Every, I've never that's been every to, big. I've never been festival. to a legit music festival, but it always seems like just rich white kids. You went to, I've, I've you been, went to, been to ACL, right? Yeah, I've been to Austin City Limits. And no, that's, I thought that's, you went to Austin City Limits. I, I have been. You have been? Yes. Yeah, I went to um, ACL in 2017. But at least there, they're uh, going to have legitimate artists who play instruments mixed yes, in with some they have, they have electronic dance But at the music. same time, yes. I think what Adrian's getting at, it's always rich kids. But anyway, I digress to, the, to bring on to the... T- and we can, we can maybe talk about music too. festivals to lead into that. But what I was getting at, um, Blink-182 has reformed back together. Tom DeLonge has rejoined the band after chasing aliens for the last seven years. Mm. And they've broken up twice. And they performed at Coachella, and it was kind of like it's it's hitting the internet buzz that uh, a it it brought real music to that festival f- for the first time in a long time, and it also showed that that this band is still pretty fucking good. And I got tickets in July to go see them. Um, we it, are is anybody a fan of Blink One Eighty Two? Yeah, you know I am. I know you are. Yeah, Jared, Adrian. I've always liked them. Yes. So. What I was getting at, I, me and my wife had a discussion last night. We were watching their live performance of at Coachella, and we were talking, and I was like, you know, I'm trying to think of a band that's not from the 80s or like a historic famous band that can pull a crowd like that that is in that like pop punk or punk rock genre. <laughs> is there any band since the 80s as monumental and big as Blink-182? Um, I would say Red Hot Chili Peppers Since still brings 80s? a yeah, huge crowd. Absolutely, yeah. The Chili Peppers always Foo Fighters, a maybe. Huge crowd. Can, Foo are Fighters, you saying eighties yeah. or before? I'm I'm saying like who is active still that Green can pull Day. a crowd like think, Blink Green Day? I think Green Day I think, can. I don't think I don't think Green Day could pull the crowd that Blink can. Well, but Blink One Eighty Two. If you're but do. you're also saying Blink One Eighty Two I mean, is the stadiums. reason that Coachella had a lot of people show up. That's not. not it's not necessarily I, the same. And I, and the only the closest band that I can think that had that monumental popularity that just kept going and going and going and developed a following would be Lincoln Park. Yeah, they were huge. I mean, they would play like football stadiums all the time. But like, I mean, Metallica. Well, they are, they started seventies. That's that's the topic. Is yeah. is recent bands in our lifetime. Who's the biggest? Mine would be either Blink One Eighty Two or Lincoln Park. Oh, in our lifetime, like, like, yeah, like who could Michael Jackson? Eighty seven. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Post eighties, post those guys, post the legends, the the bands that started post ninety four. What what bands from ninety four on? Post or not bands, just artists that could. Pull, pull crowds like that. I mean, Ice Cube. A lot of stupid he people still went and paid a lot of money to watch Limp Biscuit. And I mean, like Bruno Mars is up there, right? And like uh, Taylor Swift is like crazy. Taylor so, Swift so, like, is what, so what about like just rock bands? Rock is not 
Don't jump on Limp Bizkit. A lot of people. A, I, I'm saying a lot of people paid to watch them. A lot of people I'm paid to see Nickelback. If they played today, oh, that's well, what see, the question is. Now you're changing the question again because no, no, you not. went purse ninety four on draw big crowds. That, that's I'm what like, I'm these saying. These people drew big crowds. Sorry. Playing today. What what I meant was a band from like then in the like ninety four that was popular in ninety four to now, but could come out today in twenty twenty three. And be as popular as Blink One Eighty Two. Is there someone that could do that? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili that, that are still relevant. Which I agree. They could I'm not, be, I'm not could they be broken up? Like maybe with, Pearl Jam with, with new or, members or new members because of fatality. Maybe, maybe Pearl Jam. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if if the if at least ha- because the reason why I think that's applicable. Smashing Pumpkins has, yeah. has come back and gotten together. A few I times mean, shit. Backstreet sold Boys out came stadiums. back and a shit ton of Rage Against the them. Machine has gotten to, back together and sold out stadiums. But um, but do you Rage think, became but the do machine. Think, but I'm saying was. as popular, like Not people really. that. People that don't really like punk rock listen to Blink-182. People that don't like uh, rock music listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like, that's what I'm saying. Who's who's those bands? Which I don't discount the Chili Peppers. I agree that's one of them. Who do you but think? But you do discount can, can, like Smashing Pumpkins. Yes. You do discount. I don't think they they could do it. I, I think Smashing Pumpkins could have a successful release an album and have a successful They're tour. not as mainstream, not necessarily mainstream. They're mainstream, but they're not popular um, anymore. As prominent anymore. That's prominent. It's just it's just the Smashing Pumpkins, they they pertain to a certain Niche. type of people. Mm-hmm. Versus, whereas Blink One Eighty Two, they're more poppy. They're for everybody. They're for yeah. anybody and everybody, not just yeah. Punk you're gonna you're kids, gonna have not just jocks drunk, enjoy that music. Not just yeah. Punks. You're gonna have anybody. But that that's the question is like, what band could come out today in 2023 and be like, hey, we're back together. Here's there's a new album coming this year, and we're on tour, and it's gonna be like the biggest thing ever. Because hmm. Blink One Eighty Two, it's gonna be sold out. They're gonna be sold out like crazy. Is there any band like now that Lincoln Park has lost Chester? They obviously. I don't. I think their, I their numbers. Saw, are I never saw Lincoln Park is that big. Yeah, not, they, not they as were, big. Oh, as they were massive, massive, massive. They I mean, incredibly. Yeah, big. I would say Lincoln Park was but, more massive than Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We could argue which band is better. That's a different question. I, I'm not I, okay, saying okay, that. So you, you've narrowed it down to the fact that I think I really understand. But here's question. the thing is Lincoln I, Park. I, I agree with you. Like, Link, who, even who before Chester killed himself, they weren't that I know, that but they big. were just kind of like they, they, they were a, They were a fluke. They were another um, three doors down, another uh, another Nickelback. No. For a few no, for a few years they were no. Their their albums, every like album they would release was in like the top one, like top five on the top Billboard one hundred. Okay, but again, they only they only pertain they only pertain to a certain group of people. No, they not were hardcore every, pop in not, the early 2000s. Not everybody liked Linkin Park. Linkin Park this, was part of the new metal surge that, that came but, on but in the early the 2000s. Thing, like, I, would li- I would go to those type of concerts just to see Linkin Park because I don't care about any of that screaming type of shit. But Linkin Park, I would I would be down to see that. Like That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like they are one of those bands. If you don't, I don't think they would, I, they would draw as big as Blink-182, but I do think a band that does fit that is, is Green Today, Day. Today, Linkin Park they have, would, not, would not 
even if Chester was still alive, Green Day would not do as as good as Green Day's been around for thirty two to thirty four years, and they have fans that are old. They have fans that are young. They have fans that are that are you know in their in their teens now. I mean, they I have still don't their, think their Green Day could come out and be like. I mean, they they still are. They are touring. They're doing these things, but I don't think they could come out today and do a tour and it'd be as recognized as blinks tour well i think like the that. reason blinks is is because they did take such a a, a, hiatus. a long hiatus membership because, t- changes because and now, now Tom it's the wasn't original a part lineup of the band again. yeah it's the original so, lineup. so i think there's so much anticipation for this tour because it's it hasn't been the original three in so long which is still not the original three <laughs> Well, Tra- Travis wasn't it's, original. It's the, it's the, the three one that, that we most all know. people know is going to be Travis the most popular three. Yeah. And nobody knows, you know, Scott Rayner. I mean, the first drummer in Nirvana, nobody gives a shit about him. Who do they care about? They care about Dave Grohl. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but that's what, that's what I'm saying is, is there any band that comes to mind that could pull those type of numbers that, that hadn't released anything, but was very popular in their, in their prime and come out today to meet that level? I feel like There's if anyone could, it's just, fucking Chumbawamba. We just named some of them. We did just name quite a few. <laughs> no, but you, but you you didn't. Then you said no. I understand what you're saying now. And well, I, yeah, I don't because think you so. narrowed down specifically their That's genre what, type of music being popular today. But I think that I think the main point you're trying to make is come out with a new album that would be incredibly successful, not right on the right. coattails of what they had in right. their prime. Right, and that, that I'll agree that, with you because they're type of music but even would fit here's now. here's here's the thing with bands like blink 182 and even red hot chili peppers when they play these big ass concerts they play like two songs from their new, new albums album and, and but everything else shit. is yeah. from their old shit yeah. because that's what's popular that's what exactly. people want to hear exactly so it doesn't give we don't give a fuck about what their new shit is we care except about the, what their old stuff was because fans. that's that's what that's what was popular true because they know that's, that's what's what going to sell. That they know that's yeah. what they still have tickets. to have an album that has songs that make it into the top. That's four. what I'm saying. I, I guarantee you, when that album comes out, because Tom is back in the band, that is going to be the number one selling album, a rock album of the year for sure, hands down. Like Grammy, yeah, type shit. Well, it, w- whether it wins Grammys or not, that's a different story. I, d- I don't know if it will. It's not going to win. Grammys. I, I don't think it will. <laughs> I don't think it's going to win any no. Grammys. But it is going to be the number one selling rock album. I think which does win a Grammy. The number one selling rock album usually wins a Grammy. So it wins a Grammy. It, it'll probably win it's album of the year. It's not going to be punk though. It's it, not going to be punk though. Which no, you just said I, rock. I just said rock. I bet it wins rock album of the year. That's what I'm saying. So like that's I, I just think it's cool that bands are still able to do that because what you're doing is you're getting a new age of people that have never heard those songs to go see it. And that's why they release them. You know, like it's like it's like think about Mario Brothers movie coming out. That movie's not for us. But we are going to take our kids to see it because we know what the fuck Mario is. Ellie has no idea what Mario is, but she wants to see that movie because she knows the character Mario. Mario is great. It's, it's a new thing for new people. And, and you you falling in love with the characters, you're going to get all the references and things. Just like when you go to one of their live concerts with Blink-182, you're going to... Get the dick you're gonna, jokes and all the And you're going to love all of the, the hits that they play. I think that's why the buzz is so high around Blink-182 right now. Is they because doing the racial draft. Because <laughs> they're playing live music again together. Yeah. Not so much... <laughs> Not so much their new album. It's about them playing live like, music again together. You. Because everybody likes their member berries. 
That, that, yeah, that's, that's all it is. That's 100%. Everybody that's, likes that's you, me, remember? 100%. I'm 35 Doesn't, years old, and I'm still... Remember when Blink-182 had Travis Barker as the drummer? And was in the band. Oh, I remember when... Everybody, everybody, I need you to be quiet right now because... Tiger Woods. The racial draft is going on right now, and the first pick black people have chosen, Tiger Woods. Oh, <laughs> the Chinese people do not look very happy. For shizzle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Dave, good old Dave, the greatest. You know, and I was I was ta- I was talking time. about this the other day. If he wanted to, if he really wanted to, he could totally bring that show back on Netflix, and it would be a hundred percent a success. What? Hey, I'll I'll take a beer. How does if there's a, anything that's communal? Would you not agree with that? If he brought that cheap. back, it would a hundred percent be a success. I think so. Was, but once again, people hey, are. Any, you got a Bud Light? <laughs> no, we don't drink that shit in this house. <laughs> I think another thing that's helped Chappelle, not only a stand-up comedy, but social media and all the clips from these old episodes have been circulating for years, and, and it's gathered in a new audience. It's it's like Scott said. People are eating the fuck out of the member berries. I'm telling you, that's all. Everything old is new again. Every, yes, that is how it goes. Like, and the, and the Gen topic, Zers yeah, don't understand. That's a good topic. Look how I rediscovered this. And no, you just reincorporated shit that we got tired <laughs> you're, of. You're seeing that in everything. It, that, it started with film. They just started remaking everything. You had fucking it. You had uh, th- there were there was tons but, of. Remakes. They remade Matilda. Matilda. Yeah, yeah. that's a new. Now it's a musical on Netflix or Frickin whatever. Although the, I Dumbo. saw one thing that was like dra- that was uh, Rob Zombie Dragula, the Little Mermaid over the over the dance from Matilda, and it was it was it hit, it hit hard. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, like everything old is new again, and like you're seeing it in the gaming industry. Resident Evil Four was one of the best selling games in 2020, uh, 2004, and is now like the best selling game in twenty twenty three. They're making a new GTA. Psh. I've got one. So, what is something that is old but is new now that you are just annoyed with, and it's just over the top, and you can't stand? So wait, like, so what? What? Perms. What is something that existed that, <laughs> that is that is that is new again that is just annoying that that's being brought back? Hmm. <laughs> Racism. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really sick that that's fucking Racism. new again. Racism you know never, what bothers me? Racism is never gone anywhere. I'm sure anyone that's not never, white would be like, that shit didn't go away, Joseph. It's never that's gone true. anywhere. That's true. But you knew what I meant when I said that joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damn. God, yeah. Did you just fart? Excuse me. Was that a fart? Are you popping your back? <laughs> <What>? Jesus Christ. <laughs> The podcast wants answers. I've heard of trimming the hedges. You scorched earth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's cool that new audiences, like new ki- new kids in the, in the newer generation, are fans of the bands that we grew up with or that were before us. But it seems like now they they try to take it as their own. And, and when you try to t- talk to them about a band, I can't stand to like, see I, some. I, you don't know what you don't know. It was you're born in about. 2010 wearing a fucking Nirvana shirt. Get the fuck out that's of here. Bitch. That's what I'm getting at. You know what? But that's the same thing. Like our parents, our parents saw people our age wearing Beatles shirts, which I hate the Beatles, by the way, if you know me, there's two bands that I can't fucking stand or three people that I can't stand. It's the Beatles, Tom Petty and Pearl jam. But people wore Beatles shirts all the time growing up, and they didn't. I've got, got a story about that. One fucking song. I got what you got against Pearl Jam? It's Eddie Vedder. It's just him. So what you got against Eddie Vedder? I don't Th- like. Notice him. how you didn't answer I my love question. You just don't like his I voice. Love Pearl Jam. I, I I feel like there's that's a lot more. Like my oh, yeah. thing with and Pearl I love Jam. The Beatles. I love grunge music. I th- I, lo- I think that's like some of the best music that came out of the no- early '90s. I think that they are not the best grunge band. 
that people say they that people hold Pearl Jam as the number one grunge band. No, or Nirvana. So, so you don't like them in just out of spite. No, because I don't think they're that good. Yeah, just like I, the Beatles. Okay, so you feel they're. I, I understand. They're I understand the Beatles' importance. So the mass, but of the their, Stones are way better than the Beatles. So the mass of their if being you like overhyped, music, fucking in the grand scheme of music. For those of you that don't understand I mean, this, we are, are recording influ- in Amarillo, both Texas, are influential. and apparently moths are bad. <laughs> yeah, I are. mean, the Beatles put England on the map. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I respect, uh, the, the I respect their importance. When it comes to rock, when it comes to rock, when it comes to punk rock, when it comes to they are the most uh, influential alternative, band of all time. Most of their most of these bands' influences come from the Beatles. Yes, I agree with that. They still suck. <laughs> Doesn't mean they have good no. music. That just I don't know. I think Alice in Chains is the best grunge band. I, I would put Nirvana more in the punk category myself. That's where they got all of their inspiration. Yeah, they got labeled as grunge. The Melvins, Mudhoney, all of those bands that they grew up listening to in Seattle. That was the Meat Puppets. And the Meat Puppets, too, yes. Uh, but the Melvins were very influential yeah, as well. I, just, I don't know. But like back to James's topic, I don't want to go down a uh, Joseph Hates Pearl Jim. <laughs> and Tom Petty is just ass. Yeah, I, what I was getting at is just, you know, kids you know, are arrogant about our music and they think they know everything. When you try to talk to them about it, they're like, what do you know? You don't know anything. We're like, we, we listen to that music growing up. We're we our do parents. Know. We're becoming our parents. We're like, that's we're a little just, bit too loud. We're just realizing that our parents are just fucking parents, which is true. That's what's terrible. But mumble rap is not good music. <laughs> no. Can we all agree on that? Okay. But again, you can't make a statement like that without just saying, we are our parents. Like a generalized statement of you can't yeah, like a, that there's type a, of There's that a generational guy. gap at that like like wet ass pussy compared to like fucking Papa was a Rolling Stone. Like I mean there's a very large <laughs> there's lyrical genius and then something you that has cannot, a catchy beat. You, okay, <laughs> but mumble rap is not the fault of these kids. It is the fault of us. Because we music buy shit. Yes. We don't buy. I don't buy. Yes, we do. Fifteen-year-old. Jesus, what the hell! Christ, is I thought that? that was a dog. You scared? God dang, man! Mark that time. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Stop going in the front yard. No more. No more in the front yard. Hey, but don't do that. Hey, but real quick, great move. Yeah. Great roll. Yeah, well great, done. Great Good execution. Scared the crap out of us. Well done. I thought you were a dog coming in to bite. I didn't know leg. what the hell was crawling <laughs> under with that head. It just. <laughs> <laughs> no, but mu- mumble <laughs> rap great. is not f- mumble rap is not fucking music. No, but what I'm saying is you can't blame the children on that. A we lot of people will say stuff. that about punk rock too, though. Yes, you're 100 percent right. You're A lot wrong. of people did say they'll that say, about punk. They'll rock They'll say that about metal. I I don't know. Like I heard, I I put mumble rap and <laughs> metal music in the same type of shit. Screamo. That was wild. <laughs> that sound was wild. Yeah, that's, I just that's, I that's cannot get groovy to this shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get jiggy with this shit. <laughs> like I, I can't. I'd rather listen to fucking so Will Smith and and Journey over any of that. Hey, get jiggy with it was something. So special. what's what's some of y'all's old but new that's annoying? Old but new? I don't know a lot of. I don't keep up with a lot of new. I just stick with what's old. Just I mean, it can be movies. Y'all, y'all are movie buffs. So what's something that's be, been remade that's just annoying as hell that they're bringing it back? 
I don't know. I mean, the, stop uh, making fucking Fast and the Furious. Thank you. Yeah, Fast and the Furious God is damn. Pretty, I'm okay with the new Transformers because it's fucking Beast Transformers Wars. It's Beast and it's Beast Wars, Wars. And again, that's not made. But that's for member an adult. That's member that's, berries. Yeah, and that's made for. It's made for young kids, it's, older kids, and member that berries that their parents are going to be like, "Fuck yeah, yeah." Fast and Furious is not. Fast and Furious is just a waste of time, and it's the same plot, and it's the same thing. Y'all are going to hate but me, but but uh, unfortunately, they keep making money. I mean, fuck God. these stupid superhero movies. They kept keep no, coming out with all these I, I different actors. I was about actors. to say that. I was about to say that. Fuck that. But it, it's not something that was yeah. old that's new. I'm just tired of fucking Scold Marvel me. movies. me. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. They they suck. The story's not good. Well, the, MC, the MCU movies are starting to be really shit. Everything, everything that, that they've put out since WandaVision is fucking shit. Even everything. before that, man. Like, I... God damn! I don't. And care. these new actors it, that play it like really Batman should have ended with Endgame. I care. Fuck? I cared about the things I cared about. I liked Spider Man uh, No Way Home, where because but once again, member berries. berries, member berries, member berries. They brought back Tobey Maguire and Andrew yeah. Garfield. I loved it, and um, I like Deadpool just because that character is unique. It's actually different than the Marvel movies. It's a. Fu- it's fu- it, yeah, it there's that funny yeah. into it. I like. I like Guardians of the Galaxy for that movie. Because of the dynamic and the acting and the jokes, the '80s jokes, the things that I but get. that's but that's too much though. Like these MCU movies, that's they're the getting problem. out of hand. They're getting out of hand. They're, it, they're like that's the problem with Thor: Love and Thunder. There was when no, if you actually read the Thor comics back then, there was nothing funny about them. No. Well, and the director there's, there's, Taki there's just even too said much, he was doing that to the movie. There's on way too much comedic shit going on. And um, I think that's my biggest problem with them is just. Well, you're going to hate the you know, new DC universe since James Gunn's doing the whole well, damn thing. The DC universe has been trash since the get go. So that's true. Yeah. Uh, Batman. This, Batman. Some of the some of the standalone movies are are better. Henry Cavill um, Superman is the best. Like I think I fucking loved Peacemaker. Did y'all watch that on HBO Max? Yeah, that shit was I hilarious. Loved, I love Peacemaker. Hilarious. I'm excited for the Flash. That looks good. We'll see how that turns out. I'm with you though, James. Man, I'm. I'm I don't, and this is coming from Mega Nerd Number One at those podcasts. Like, I have thousands of comics, but I have probably watched seven Marvel movies. But they reinvent things that are already good and already had a historic past. Like, leave it alone. Stop trying to throw new actors in these roles of the same old character. Every single MCU movie is good, except for I'll just. Because there's very few. Um, the second Avengers movie is terrible. The second Thor movie is terrible. Um, I'll say... Uh, what's another one? Just like, just like fuck, fuck this the shit. The new Ant-Man, fuck that. The new Ant-Man. <laughs> I tried the, to watch The it. last two Ant-Mans are actually really are, are not very good. Eternals is pretty useless. Eternals is probably the worst one. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is not It wasn't terrible. terrible. It wasn't terrible. But it's not great, that's for you, sure. You, you have to give a shit about the characters to enjoy that movie. I, like I've always I, told everybody, you have to have a good villain to have a good superhero movie. Yeah. I, I do like... You have to have a good villain. If you don't have a good villain, then yeah. you have you have shit. Which is why Willem Dafoe is... Uh, they, they were very smart in making that movie uh, with Tom Holland, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin being the main villain because he Willem Dafoe's just such an amazing actor. He's so good. And, and even Molina as, as Dr. Octopus, like... 
Yeah, Al, he was Al great. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was he's great. That was just a good movie. I'm, I'm, I, I think that the Flash will either be the best DC universe movie, better than Superman, Man of Steel. Or it will just absolutely suck. With because be- there will be too much shit going on. With that it. being said, man, I'm going to be fucking front row seats opening night at Indiana Jones. I, Harrison Ford was my superhero. Oh, my oh yeah. You're going to enjoy I, all I the CGI. Old as fuck. I, won't be, I won't be opening night, but I'll see it. That I'll pay my money that to see it. That motherfucker like 80, man. I know, I know like, but it's just... Get the fuck out of here with just, that Indiana Jones shit. It's just something that it is, 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 it's like Jared said, member berries. It's member part of my berries. childhood. I got to see it. I have to see. Member it. berries is the most fucked up part of our society. I, like the idea lot, that I have to spend money on I, something. I like their heads are about to explode. I liked. I liked. You know, like Ninja Turtles and Spider Man growing up. I loved them, but my hero growing up in cinema was Harrison Ford because I loved Han Solo and Indiana <laughs> Jones. So I'm gonna go see it. I have to. Yeah. yeah, I don't blame you. And it will be pretty entertaining. I think it's. it's bound I think it's. To be I think I. I I, I'm not trying Is to get Steven high. Is Steven Spielberg directing? Yes. Yeah. I, I'm i not giving my hopes up, but I do think it will be better than the Shia LaBeouf one. Okay, that movie gets a lot of hate, and, and I thought it was it, peak Indiana Jones. It has. I thought it was great. I'm kind of I with thought it was you Indiana on the Jonesy. point. That movie has the best opening for any Indiana Jones movie. Yes. The, in the nuclear town and the, yes. and the the racing on the highway and opening to Elvis Presley. That movie has the best Indiana Jones opening. Everything about it screamed but everything else after Indiana that was pretty, Jones. No, everything. The only thing that was bad about it was Shia LaBeouf fucking swinging with the, the monkeys. If that movie didn't have that him, was pretty in, bad. If it didn't have him in it at all, it It'd would be have been great. a good movie. He he was, <laughs> and Shia LaBeouf's a good actor. I like him as a no, as an actor. I don't like shit. I don't like he's the majority of the shit. characters Steven's he plays. Nigga, he's I, crazy. Anybody <laughs> that came from the fucking Disney Channel is shit. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Drake. Uh, what's her name? Is uh, pretty hot. <laughs> Who? Hillary but Duff. is, I but is she a good actress? No. 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 Okay. But she's, fuck but she's hot. <laughs> I have a question. I have a question. Minnie Mouse is pretty cool. With the use yeah. of AI, the, the the evolution we've seen with it recently, do you think in the future with movies they'll bring back old actors, actresses, and, and, and put them in movies? One hundred ten percent. Absolutely. Dude, I mean, you that's could do be cool. it now. Like, you could do it now do with AI voice. Mean? Have you not seen? What, what they're mean? doing with AI? What do you mean? What do you mean? How are you? How behind are you with AI? Like CGI, also using artificial intelligence with the way they move, the way they talk, bringing them back to motion pictures. So like we're gonna deceased we're gonna movie back, stars. We're gonna bring back Marlon Brando in maybe in Superman a movie. Yeah, maybe. Well, how do you feel about that? That's, I mean. The technology is going to be there. That's the technology, weird. I feel like, is, is already right, there. Is already you there, can, so. you can it is CGI already there that. because they've already done it. They've already done it. Yeah, no, but they haven't done the it. Level that they, they haven't done it do in it. a way that he can completely interact with new dialogue, not things that they've taken where it's just an image of it computer generated and a little bit of smiling like they did in, in the recent Star Wars one. But like him fully interacting as like as Jor-El to the Kal-El of the new James Gunn Superman... Joseph, what do you think about this? Them, oh shit! Them creating a CGI version of Marlon Brando and using AI to have him record completely new lines. But it's Marlon Brando. It's Marlon Brando's voice, everything, but not just completely. They did that already. Not with AI. But, but it's not yes, with the they AI did. They Where? did it when the 2006 fucking Batman. Re- 
a Superman Returns fucking movie with Kevin fucking Spacey. They did that shit already. But, they, but, it was but the what, exact same, but it was not new it's dialogue. Gonna, it's going to get to a point to where it was just the, bringing yes, that Yes, it character. was. It wasn't new dialogue. Yes, it was. Prove it. Yes, it was. But, but I, I get what Pull you're saying. Pull up fucking YouTube. I get what you're saying, Jared. Like it's gonna get, it's gonna get to a point to where, like they're already doing it with like the, the they're making jokes of it where Obama and Trump and uh, Biden are all playing video games, and they can sound like them. It's gonna get so bad that misinformation is gonna get even worse. That's what's gonna happen with AI. Oh yeah, they're gonna use it in political like see what he said, like when these pre- when like they're running for president campaigns. They they make they already make up shit about them, but now you're they're gonna, that you're shit. gonna have voice. You're googling that shit, aren't you? Damn right, I'm you're gonna have. I know vo- you fucking are. You're gonna have voice <laughs> clips. You're gonna have voice clips that weren't really said, but people are gonna believe it. That's like, that's what's gonna happen with AI. The thing I'm thinking of is like biopics, bringing back that actor or that artist or that influential yes person. It was all it was all lines he had already recorded. Bullshit. No, yeah, it was. Boom, that, that, boom. That what we're talking about now has only been developed in the last year. And no, 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 no. Loud noises. So, <laughs> but yes, it's going to get to a point and people, it's, I don't, is it, are you asking, is it morally ethical or no, I mean, there's going to be saying, illegalities saying, in there? Yeah, no, sure. fuck, fuck that. Are I mean, we just going to let it and all that stuff. Yeah, I find it morally unethical well, they, to they, use they, someone's likeness and computer and, and use an all the, an artificial intelligence to create new. I find it unethical. The closest that's thing that's why they don't fucking do it no more. They st- they just did in Rogue One with Grand Moff Tarkin and that actor, and that's the thing. That, and actor? they're going to keep doing it. It uh, depends on that's been dead for like forty years. It depends uh, on that Boris person's Karloff. that person's estate whether or not they want to. I don't know if that's his name, but yes. that's awesome. It, it's indulge in that. Genius. You know what I mean? It's the person's estate. Whoever controls everything for that person they're gonna it's it's gonna be up to them scary no yeah that's why i find it to be morally apprehensible because it's scary it's 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 scary but i think it would be cool in in a lot of instances like um the biopics and stuff yep it's 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 gonna get to a point to where like i said in rogue one they already did it they brought a character that's been dead because it was a character at that timeline in star wars and they put him on film and they used his voice and they used an AI to do it, and they CGI'd them. Yeah. And, and a lot of the family... It's okay with their family. Why not? In the, and I think that's okay. If, if people of the estate sign off of it, sure. Yeah. I think it's, it would be cool to see some and that's actors. And that's how I felt. I was like, oh, that's cool. They put Tarkin in it. There's just a lot of shit that is coming out that's cool. But that, that's but, scary. But do you agree with what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's what AI is going to be used for. But then that's the problem. Misinformation is going to get worse. That is a major problem. That's that what's going to happen. That's, then that's a major problem. I don't think that it's going to get that far. That's how I'm sick of And I say that because if it gets that far where you can just easily manipulate. How are we not already there? You sure we're not already oh, there? You sure fuck. we're not already like being fed that kind of nonsense? We're yeah. living in a we're simulation. Living. We're going to wrap up episode 113. Thank you for listening in. We look forward to seeing you in episode 114. Listen to the song on the way out.